Hi, and welcome back. You made it to episode six. This one is about love leadership, a term that you'll hear throughout all the work we do here at When Love Works. Yeah. And I want to start out by asking this question. Are you a love cheapskate? Mm. Uh, are you so busy watching the transactions that you're not actually enjoying your relationship? I, I ask this question but this because this is widely practiced. There are so many people who've actually, in, in effect, made themselves um, love accountants they're they're watching every transaction to see who's serving who and relationships are at their core about serving serving this week's episode is perfect if you are a love cheapskate or if you're a love accountant this week's episode is going to free you from this draining cycle and get back to enjoying the partner that you chose so check it out because we're going to share definitions uh some tools for you to operate as a love leader and some of the obstacles that actually get in the way and as always, if you need support, reach out to us for this relationship practice. We're here for you, okay? Enjoy this episode on love leadership. Hi, I'm Colin. And I'm Elitia. We're the host of When, when love, love Works. This podcast is about the real work of relationships. Each episode will focus on the how-tos of building, repairing, and sustaining healthy relationships. Yeah, the goal of the Win Love Works podcast is to provide our listeners with the education, practical techniques, and options to be successful across all their relationships. So, so let's, let's get, get into, into it. it. Welcome, welcome. Today's episode, we're addressing a topic that's near and dear to our heart. It is truly a When Love Works original, and it is called Love Leadership. This is a foundational truth, and you will hear it often in all of the work you do. Even in working with us personally, you will hear all about love leadership. So we're excited about this episode on love leadership. Yeah. The letter this week reads as follows. Aletia and Cullen, I'm not in a relationship now, and I know your podcasts are about relationships, but I still have questions. I broke it off with uh, my ex about seven months ago because I felt like it was imbalanced. He covered me and everything, but I know that I did more. And as a woman, I don't feel like I should be doing more than my partner. I feel like I feel like I did the right thing, but I wonder what your take, what's your take on it? Hmm. It's a good one, and it's, and it's fairly recent, too. With, with the little information that we have in this question, um, we can't possibly unpack exactly what went on in a relationship, but can we just stop right now and start by saying thank you so much? Thank you, because this question is such a great catalyst for this week's topic, especially because we're still in Season 1, Relationships 101. And this week's topic is all about love leadership, and that's one of the foundational truths that we have when you're thinking about how do you re-educate yourself when it comes to relationships. So this season is all about Relationships 101, and one of the foundational tools that you're going to need is how do you show up as a love leader? Listen, Colin and I are your biggest cheerleaders, so we don't want anyone regretting their decision. Like in this example, which that was seven months ago, that was really recent, this podcast is your one-stop resource to clear up all of those wonderings, all of those ponderings that you have when it comes to relationships so you don't have to regret any decision. Yeah. Well, you know, um, my biggest concern is, about what you said is 
you know how people turn into relationship accountants <laughs> virtually, you know, they might as well have spreadsheets, you know, keeping up with all their input and what their partner is doing. Um, but she's not alone. I don't want her to feel like I'm jumping on her back or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, I, I've shifted away from her completely. She's mm-hmm. just a catalyst. Her letter mm-hmm. is just a catalyst. We found that the average person operates like a love cheapskate. Mm-hmm. But it's on, you know, love is only expensive if you, if you, if you don't have it to give. And we all have infinite stores of it. You may not be aware of it, but we all have infinite stores of love. You're not going to run out. Yeah, you can run out of it if you try. Mm-hmm. So the average person in the work that we've done and what we've seen over these years, we operate like love cheapskates. And the truth of the matter is people aren't perfect. So they're going to they're gonna need that love that you're being cheap with. Yeah. What, what is love for if not for imperfect people? <sighs> That's right. What is love for if not for imperfect people? Yeah. So don't be cheap with it. We all ebb and flow. No one's perfect. So we all have this sort of ebb and flow going on in our lives. And that actually happens in relationships too. Right. Personal and professional. You will have some high and lows because we're imperfect people. That's right. what love's for. Spend it. And it's only expensive to you if you don't don't have it to give, which that's the first myth we want to bust. You have enough love. You don't even remember how much love you have to give. You won't run out of it. Now, if you listen to most people's stories when they talk about, you know, the definite moment that they had, that they finished the time when they knew in their relationship that this person, you know, was the one, it usually includes some sort of account of them, you know, just really thinking about how the person that they chose really covered them when they were in that ebb cycle, when they were at yeah. their lowest point, when no one else was extending grace, but this person was there. Like if you really do your own surveys, and we've done the numbers, but we're asking you to do some homework on your own if you want to, and listen to people's story. You yeah. usually hear a story after story of people talking about how this person stood in the gap for them and just yeah. covered that, that they yeah. really use the love that they have to give. We don't want you to store it up and yeah. be a love cheapskate. Yeah, there's so many great stories where you hear people talking about, man, when nobody else had my back, mm-hmm. Karen had my back, Charles had my back. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, in your lowest moment, something beautiful was born. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, it took that, you know, um, some, it takes that some time to actually see the length uh, and the extent to which someone was standing by you and, 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 and that they have you. Um, and people, you know, you know, people, people need, we all need each other because mm-hmm. people, people start to, to, you know, question themselves when they're in those low points. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we are, we're our own biggest critics when we're in those mm-hmm. ebb cycles. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't even give ourselves that grace. So it's yeah. important for us to know, listen, I have enough love to give. Let me extend this love. I'm not a cheapskate with it. It's for imperfect people. Let me share it. Yeah. And But you are clear to hear in those stories. Those people are very clear that that person, whoever they're describing, was right there. It could be, a, uh, like I said, a colleague. It could be a family member. It could be an intimate partner. Listen to those stories. You'll yeah. hear time and time again how you'll, t- how you'll hear them talk about how that grace covered them, even yeah. again if they had the self-doubt. Right. We're not going to go that much further into ebb and flow, uh, you know, because we dropped that in a bonus episode. That you know, that's that's entitled. Um, it's all about ebb and flow. So yeah. So you can listen, check that listen out. to that bonus episode, ebb yeah. and flow. Yeah. Um. But uh, we just want to. I just want to highlight to you and and reaffirm the fact that trying to account for how you spend your love 
is just un unsustainable and it's so exhausting. It's a full-time job because now you made yourself into a relationship accountant. And you know, I don't need, that ain't even a real job and you definitely ain't getting paid for it. <laughs> So, you know, a, a better use of your time is in love leadership. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. that's, yeah. uh, that's our response to, again, like a, a question like this one. And just to all of you listeners in general, if you find yourself just thinking about, is it even? Is it, um, did right. I give too much? Is it imbalanced? We're saying, stop. You are taking on a job that is exhausting, that's unsustainable, and you're not getting paid. And it definitely is not healthy for a relationship. There's no such thing as a relationship accountant. Right. Instead, we're your biggest cheerleader and giving you this big tool. We're saying instead be a love leader. Right. All relationships will require love leadership. And you know us, we believe in the power of definitions, especially when it comes to relationships. And this season is all about relationships one on one. What's the foundation of healthy relationships? Let's relearn some some healthy practices and some tools. So this week's definition is just that. What is a love leader? And like I said at the top of this podcast, the word love leader is something that Cullen and I came up with and is foundational to our practice because we recognize that it only takes one. So our definition of a love leader is the person, the one person who initiates the work to transform dysfunction. Right. Here's the definition. The win love work definition of a love leader is a person who initiates the work to transform dysfunction. Right. Yep. You and like she said, most of the time, you could. I mean, a lot of the times, you could be the only one, mm -hmm. and that and that's all. That's all it takes. It does. Don't look around and say, "Well, why isn't she doing it? Why mm -hmm. isn't he doing it? Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You were called to do it, mm -hmm. and you you might be the only one that has the the um, the the capability at that particular time. Mm -hmm. That might that might be a blind spot for your mm -hmm. partner. Mm -hmm. Don't ask why, just do it. Mm -hmm. And we um, see this show up in the workplace too. So don't think that, yes. oh, like this person sent in this question saying, I'm not in a relationship. No, this happens at work too. Love leadership is prime and ready for the use. <laughs> use that too at work in your community. It's just the person who is going to initiate the work. You're the one that's saying, I'm going to start the transformation process. I see dysfunction. I'm going to start to move it toward a place of health. Yeah. Then you're a love leader. Yeah. I want to encourage you to change your vision from watching the day-to-day -day transactions and looking like the looking at all the little tit-for-tat stuff. Mm -hmm. Please stop. Instead, look at your overarching, look at your partner's overarching contribution. You know, what do what do they what do they bring to your relationship? Mm -hmm. You know, you can't as you if you can't assess it you know, on these little granular levels. Mm -hmm. Look at it. Look at the big picture. If a person is, is pouring into your life, it may be coming in big chunks or you mm -hmm. leave room for it to be and leave room for your partner to be. Mm -hmm. Go go back to episode one and revisit, you know, our definition, the one work definition of a healthy relationship. And then honestly look at your relationship as a whole and not along that day-to-day, -day, like Colin was, right. was highlighting. That day-to-day -day is exhausting. But look at the definition and really account for your relationships in a global scale. Yeah. Because if I, I'm telling you, you your if your partner has, hasn't earned the right not to be watched like a common shoplifter, hmm. <laughs> you know, if this is how you feel and you guys are booed up or partnered up, 
then you have bigger work to do. Remember, you always have only three choices. Stay and do something, stay and do nothing, or leave. Yeah. And if you don't remember those choices, go back to episode five for more on those three choices. But this week, we're encouraging you to actually do some work and show up as a love leader. If you chose someone, they've earned the right. We're not saying, don't be don't become a relationship accountant. Instead, become a relationship love leader. Like, be a love leader. This week, we want you to do the work. The work is literally you being a love leader. And that comes with, one, you knowing the definition. Two, you have to literally put in work to change your vision from that day-to-day relational transaction to this overall view yeah. of what's real. Being honest with, is it a mutual exchange? Or am I looking for, oh, because I did this and they did only one of them and I did 10 of them, therefore this is not balanced. No. Use this week's true trigger to help you and guide you in this work. This week's true trigger is, I am a love leader. Just just make that your mantra. I'm a love leader. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I want to share my story. I... You know, I was, um, I'm a little old, I'm older than my wife, and I, um, and I inherited a, a way better situation than my wife growing up, and, and, and I knew this, and I love my wife because she's amazing. I asked her Thank to, you. I asked her to believe in, uh, you know, what we could do together, even though some of the stuff that I, that I try to introduce to her um, were things that were so foreign to her and uh, and she still trusted me mm-hmm. and uh, and I can remember getting to a, a, a place in our relationship journey where I felt like where her maturation I knew who my wife was and I knew she was this amazing person but I was outside my comfort zone you know because I felt like by now this and this should have you know, maturity should have kicked in and this should be happening by now and stuff like that. So now, instead of grace, I'm now coming to collect. So I'm now not extending grace to her. And I'm, I'm, so my love leadership became conditional. So it was love leadership no more. It, it had evaporated just like that because in my mind, I'm projecting that it should be this instead of it being instead of letting it take on a life of its own. And I still had I still had all the love to give her, but I started, I turned into an accountant. That's why we wrote Love Literacy. It's a conscious journey to healthy relationships. Never suffer in silence or struggle in love. Get your copy of Love Literacy. It's available in print, ebook, and the audio book is available right now for pre-order. Get your copy of Love Literacy today. I, I turned into accountant uh, about you know about six years in or something like that, and that and that's but it's, but I still nonetheless turned into accountant. So I'm definitely not t- speaking to anybody within earshot uh, from a glass or from an ivory tower. So you know, and here's the crazy thing. So I found myself not a crazy thing, but this is. As as, as as fate would have it, and as life works out, I found myself um, in a position where I'm the, the the person that needed grace extended to me, and my wife extended it without even missing a beat. She 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 I mean she just she just 
she was quick to extend grace to me. And, and you know, and, and right then and there, I was convicted. I, I couldn't have felt any lower because I, I, I knew that I had attached conditions to my love to somebody who I love more than anything. And, I, and this was the person I had. I'm, here I am, a love millionaire. And this is how I see myself. And I'm walking around like I'm a love Jeez. pauper. Like I had zero to offer her. And like I had to pinch off this little bit of love to her. And I go, I'll give you, I'm breaking it in half to give to her when, I, when I'm, you know, I'm burnt. You know, when I, I got, I'm, I can't even, I couldn't run out of the love even if I wanted to. And had access to it and chose her because I wanted to extend this love to her. So that, that I, I'm letting you know that it only takes one love leader at a time. I was a love leader for the longest time. And it, when it shifted, she didn't even miss a beat. She took that, that lead and ran with it. I'm blushing. Yeah. I wish y'all could see me. Yeah, I'm blushing. It only takes one love leader at a time. And again, we, we had to name this and frame this because we want you all to have the language. When we were doing this work and navigating our relationship five years in, we were struggling. And so we said, no, we're going to get clear about these tools and clear about the language. What's going on when we have to shift the grace back and forth? Oh, one leader at a time. We, we often use the analogy of thinking about people in a quicksand. You need one person on solid ground to get y'all up out of the quicksand. Right. It's always a us thing. Right. But you need one person to step into that role at a, t as a time. And this week is really around that love leadership. We, we're saying, you know, relationship accounting is too much work. It's unsustainable and it's, it's just not healthy. We're all right. about healthy relationships. We will be your forever cheerleaders when it comes to all things healthy relationships. Right. It's, it's just time for us to relearn some healthier strategies. We know it's not traditional to, to have these, but we're going to keep sharing the tools until we don't have no breath in our body. Yeah. But before we go, we'd also be remiss if we didn't alert you to a couple things that could get in the way of you being full out love leaders, right? Um, just to unpack it out of Colin's story, because we want to be very clear. If you are, the first thing is, you may have some trust issues if you are watching for that tit for tat. If you're like, you know, you know, watching a shoplifter, you're focused on, you know, like you're basically going aisle to aisle watching them, making sure you're really focused on justice. So you may have to unpack that a little deeper because you may have some trust issues. Now, that's one thing that may get in the way of your full out flowing love leadership because, again, you can't run out of it. The second thing that might get in the way is if you are operating in fear. Now, you're trying to make sure you don't get played first or you don't get right. played or nobody's getting over on you. Like right. you, that's it, real. Yeah. That's real. That's a lot of. Unfortunately, that's a lot of people's reason for being that way. They don't want to get played. They're like, look, I, I'm. So they, they feel like they have to be on top of everything. And I, I assure you, that is a true waste of time. Being conscious, being alert, being awake is all the 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 the, the awareness. That's all you need. All that you that's need. great. That's good enough for anything that's going to happen in your mm -hmm. life because you'll see it happening. Mm -hmm. And we know that those are the two biggest things that get in the way of full out love leadership in relationships. We see right. it in the workplace. We see it in intimate relationships. It's either trust or people operating in fear. So go back to episode four for more on how, you know, love and fear can't coexist because you'll just be struggling. You'll just be in this constant cycle if you let one of those two things stop your full out love leadership. Yeah. Look, we know what we know what happens outside our, our, our doors. 
Um, I mean, I'm sorry, inside our doors. Like, I mean, I'm sorry, we know what happens outside our door. We know it's a crapshoot. You could go outside and just about anything can happen. I'm, I'm not talking about from, from a fear aspect. I'm just saying the world gives you, it's going to give you what it gives you. And, and there's no way to gauge it. When you come home, you should be winning. That's where you win at, you know. Um, create the culture, lead in love, and create the culture with inside those doors so you look forward to coming into that house and getting refilled again mm-hmm. each day. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it's all about. If you're losing at home, man, I, that is not... That's, schedule, your, schedule your consultation ASAP. Please call us. Visit our website and schedule your consultation because... Remember last week we, you know, we, we talked about how you build the relationship culture you want. And so this love leadership, it has to be your first tool in that toolbox to building the relationship you want. No one else can be your hashtag relationship goals. You have to literally do the work to craft your customized relationship and operating as a love leader is a huge component. We would love to hear from you. Please share with us your love leadership and action stories. Or just let us know you are listening. Leave us a voice message, inbox us, share your name, city, and any other thoughts. Yeah, and we also want to hear your relationship questions too. Email your questions to wlwdevelops at gmail.com. That's wlwdevelops at gmail.com. We'll add your question to an upcoming episode and then we'll give you some tools on how to transform your relationship with a little work and lots of love. Well, that's our time. And thank you for joining us. And we hope you'll join us on the One Love Works podcast next week for more bite-sized consciousness made action. Yeah, make it easy. Never miss an episode. We release them every Friday. Just favorite the One Love Works podcast on any platform that you listen to, and you'll get a notification when they go live. Until, Until next, next time. time. Bye. Bye.